Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. The following contest is scheduled for 60 minutes. Give me a hell yeah! Oh my god! The rain just exploded! I apologize, you son of a bubbly! I'm better than you, and you know it. In a week where Raw truly was must-watch, we welcome you to a must-listen edition of Monday Night Gore. Tonight, we'll be going through what went down on Monday night and predict Survivor Series, which is coming up this Sunday inside the Thunderdome. We'll be talking Randy, we'll be talking Drew, and we'll be talking uh, the Women's Survivor Series match, which still has, lads, some participants to fill. Uh, we, being myself, Andy Goldman, joined, as usual, by the wonderful Mr. Colin Faraday and the fantastic Mr. Robbie Edwards. Uh, do follow us on Twitter, ladies and gents, at Monday Night Gore, capital M, capital N, capital G. But lads, as I said at the top of the broadcast, then it was a must-watch must episode of Monday Night Raw. Drew McIntyre winning the WWE title on Raw in the main event against Randy Orton. Now, it's perceived a bit of a mixed reaction on social media, and I'm going to get both of your thoughts uh, right now before we get into the Survivor Series card. Because, of course, this does have repercussions for it. It will now be Drew taking on Roman at uh, Survivor Series. But, Rob, I'll, I'll come to you first, mate. Uh, you weren't overly thrilled, if I remember correctly, to see Drew uh, drop the title. But then we sort of had it in our heads that, OK, well, if anyone is going to do it, it's a good thing that it's Randy. All of a sudden, though, within a couple of weeks, it's back on Drew's uh, shoulder. What do you make of it? Right decision, in my opinion, Andy. Um... I'm not quite sure why they decided to give Randy the belt in the first place. I personally think it was perhaps due ratings, but as well, I just wanted to give it to him so he could tie the record. But in the long term, I said it when it happened, I don't think it was the best decision. And now Drew has won it back. And there are several reasons why I think it's a good decision. To start with on Sunday, it means we have a Reigns-McIntyre match, which I thought they built brilliantly on SmackDown on Friday. So I don't know why they would have done that and then decided not to have McIntyre beat Orton so I wasn't surprised when it happened last night to be honest but yeah it gives us a, a heel versus face main event which we haven't really got at Survivor Series so it's refreshing to see and also I just of Orton as champion I've said it already that there are a lack of baby faces I mean you only have to look at the men's Survivor Series team the baby faces are Keith Lee and Matt Riddle Matt Riddle is not main event quality Keith Lee has only just arrived to get up who he is but in Styles, Sheamus and Strowman, they have three men who have held big belts in WWE and could all challenge for the title. And it seems they're planting the seeds of a Sheamus-McIntyre feud already with their little segments they're having, which I'm all for, obviously post-Sunday once he's dealt with Reigns. And I think Drew has bounced back brilliantly from losing the belt. I really do. I think he looks even stronger now that he's obviously lost the belt and then won it back. The match itself, was a bit, I mean, I've tweeted, I used the medium of Monday Night Gore to tweet it, saying Tom kept referring to it as a WrestleMania main event. I was like, oh, shut up, Tom. Shut up. It's not going to be that good, isn't it? It wasn't that good. Yeah, it wasn't a bad match. It was good for Raw. But it, I, can, I saw a lot of people getting upset, saying they expected a longer match, and they thought the finish was a bit average because he just hit him with one claymore, and that was it, which I can understand the frustration with it. But I was over the moon to see Drew win back his belts and 
it now sets up a match on Sunday, which actually excites me because I really wasn't that excited going into um, Survivor Series. But I'm sure that main event will be absolutely brutal when they first. We'll come on that later. But no, I thought it was the right decision to have Drew back on the top of the mountain. Connor, were you uh, over the moon to see Drew regain the title he, he lost uh, only a few weeks ago? From a British point of view, yes. I mean, we always like to see British stars, you know, rise to the top. I include Ireland in that as well, as I am Irish. Um, but over the moon, no, probably a little bit too far. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Randy Orton and I'm a big fan of Drew McIntyre. So for me, it was kind of a win-win whatever happened because I like both of them and I know both of them can do a good job. I like that Drew sort of brought back that old school, you know, kind of look with himself with the, with the sword and, and the kilt as well, kind of bit old school there and and he's he's built himself up really well since he lost the title um to Orton at Hell in a Cell when the match was first announced I was saying to you Andy off air I was thinking why why are they doing this there's no way they're going to make Randy Orton you know lose lose the title so soon after getting it and then obviously what happened on Friday when Drew turned up and had that sort of face-to-face with Roman Reigns and you saw how well they bounced off each other and I'm like hang on a second I think they're going to throw a curveball in here. So I, I wouldn't say I was surprised. Um, I, I was happy. Listen, I really like Drew McIntyre. Um, but I'm, I'm going to flip it and, it. and it begs the question, why did they make him lose it in the first place? Because it just seems like a very silly thing for, to do for him to then just retain it. It's almost like he kind of loses his credibility. You know, we were talking off air. I mean, we'll come to the match later. But, you know, me, me and Rob kind of both said at the same time, well, Roman Reigns has got to win, hasn't he? Because... You can't make Roman Reigns lose, and it'd be easy to make easy to make Drew McIntyre lose because he lost before, and, and the, you know the credibility's kind of gone. So it's an interesting decision. I'm obviously very happy because I think Drew McIntyre could be the face, and you know when he won it at WrestleMania, we all wanted him to push on a bit further. Um, a few good competitors he could face coming up. So yeah, I'm happy, but I'm a little bit confused by the whole decision, and that goes back to Randy Orton initially winning it at Helen. So yeah, and I agree with that. But whilst I'm happy for Drew, I do feel like it, it somewhat uh, has robbed fans of a good Randy Orton title reign. I feel like, okay, what was really the point of him winning that? And the only thing I can possibly think of was that he was getting closer to the 16 world title mm. reign record held by Flair and uh, and Cena, with he's now at 14. I feel like that's really all they're trying to do is build him up that way. But it comes to the expense of McIntyre, who then has lost momentum. If he had been able to beat Randy clean three times in a row, he'll go into that match with Reigns looking far stronger than he does now. And now I think that Reigns, with the current form he's on, it would have been a much better match had uh, Drew not lost. But he has. Uh, he's won it back now, I know, but I really can't see him beating Drew. We'll come, uh, we'll, uh, beating Roman. We'll come on to that, though, later on. But uh, just, yeah, a word on, on Randy, Rob. Uh, where does he go now? Because he started having a little... Yeah. Twinkle with the fiend. The fiend moved on this week, and now now Randy is uh, titleless. Where does that place him? I, that's why I'm quite excited because I've said countless times I don't want the fiend anywhere near the title picture. Connor said it; they just seem to mess it up. So I think a Randy fiend feud without the title is what I want now. I think it writes itself really. Ray going because obviously Randy was when he took the belt off him three years ago. I think it writes itself really. It would make for an incredible match. I know people will say, yeah, he probably deserved to hold the belt a bit longer. But I agree with you, Andy. I think they literally just gave it to him to get him closer. Sometimes they've done that before. I've made people hold, people hold the belt for sometimes a day, don't they? And they drop it the next night, especially after Mania has happened in the past. So I do understand the frustration, but it's Randy Orton at the end of the day. He doesn't need a title belt. And the Fiends, yeah, I think that's the next step. I really do that. The 
opportunity of having a few between them two is mouth-watering stuff. It really is. That's main event quality. Obviously, yes, we are now being denied the opportunity of the Miz cashing in on Orton like he did 10 years ago. That might disappoint some people. It didn't really bother me, to be honest. And then, obviously, we're all obviously talking about another Orton edge match, which, in my opinion, I didn't want for the belt. I didn't want that to be for a belt. I don't think it needs the belt. Orton versus Edge for a third time, and that could be next year's Mania. So I still think there's plenty of things for Orton to do, but I just hope that is it. Now, I think they have recovered. They just mess it up. They did butcher the whole thing, I really do, since it started in SummerSlam. I think the feud's turned into a bit of a mess, but I hope that is the end of it now, and they can both go their separate ways. As I said, there's people on Raw that I believe can challenge Drew for the title, Styles. Sheamus and Strowman to name three, who are both on uh, Raw's Survivor Series team, and obviously Orton go up and do stuff with The Fiend or whatever. So I think they have recovered quite well from a bad situation. I don't think it hurts Orton too much. I mean, he's won the WWE Championship 14 times. still a legend, isn't he? So I think it was more important for Drew to win it back than Randy to um, hold on to it for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. You make a good point there, Rob. What happens with The Miz now? Does The Miz fail his cash-in? Well, I mean, he's got, he's got... He can't buy a win at the moment. When, when was his last win in singles competition without interference? Because you would have said when he beat Otis. Well, oh, I, I I when it happens, he's not... I don't take him too seriously. I take him more seriously than Otis, obviously. But, but can, he be, can he cash in and take it off Drew McIntyre? I mean, we've talked about McIntyre's potential yeah. championship credibility being a bit lost after losing to Orton. Would, mm. you, would you stab him in the back again? Or would you, would you make the Miz fail? Well, not now, I wouldn't. I, I, I don't really know, to be honest. The money in banks just a bit. They, you know, we've said it times, and they never should have gave it to Otis in the first place. They should have gave it to someone who was actually a credible threat. Miz is more of a credible threat, but I still don't see him as WWE champion at the moment. But yeah. they have time to change. They could change, in my opinion. At the moment, yeah, I probably would have him fail, but I don't think they're going to have to cash in, take place anytime soon. I'm glad to at least see him lurking on like Otis, who we never saw actually threatening to cash in. At least Miz is present. And you're, he's always in the back of your mind. And he does make us that irritating heel who just always threatens to cash in. But yeah, as you said, he's losing to Bray Wyatt. It's not even the theme, just, just Bray Wyatt on Raw. So, yeah, I don't really understand it. So maybe Morrison could cost him it or something. They could go down that route and the two could start feuding again. Uh, but I can't, I seen that so that. many times. I could yeah, be asked for so. another... The amount of... the amount, Especially recently, even in lockdown, the amount of friendship... Turnings yeah, they, that have gone on. Together, it's they, a ridiculous amount. Think about it. Otis Tucker, <laughs> uh, Bliss Cross. They, they, they keep Sonia doing Man. it. So, exactly. Yeah. Sonia Mandy. They, they well, keep I, going I, to the world too many times. I can't be asked. I don't think they, they had a plan. Like, I, I, wonder, I don't think they had a plan when they gave it. I think they just gave it to Miz because I think you said it, it's safe hands, isn't it? He's been there, done that. Whether they actually have a plan. You know, Miz is good on the mic. He's good at Yeah. The so I don't know if they actually know when he's going to cash in. I haven't got a clue. It may get to the point where. Not at the WrestleMania, just randomly cashes in and fails or something. But mm. at the moment, I certainly wouldn't have him cash in and win the belt. It just wouldn't make sense at this current point after Drew's just won it back. And in my opinion, he started to build up momentum again over recent weeks. Mm-hmm. So, but just have him lurking. I don't have an issue with it. I just have him in the back of your mind. But obviously, when it was awesome, champion, he had like three people gunning for him. At least McIntyre would be able to just feud with someone and then Miz could be in the background. So, but. Well, we will, 
we will see. There's so much man. going on on Raw. I get confused. There is. There's a lot. There's a good three hours of just pure content. And, uh, well, we'll go on to the Survivor Series card now. This is, uh, you know, the annual... So this is one of the big four pay-per-views of WWE, along with WrestleMania, Rumble, and SummerSlam. It's been going on since the, uh, the late 80s Survivor Series. Traditional five-on-five Survivor Series elimination matches. We'll come on to those later. But, of course, because it's, uh, as Connor mentioned, it's the, uh, the brand uh, supremacy deal of the recent years, which, uh, Connor, actually, I, I think before the, we went on the air, you mentioned the fact that brand supremacy at the moment really doesn't mean a hell of a lot because there was just a brand split. There was just a, a draft. These people have only been on their respective brands for uh, yeah, a, a, a couple months now, and it doesn't really feel like it's their home yet. You know what I mean? I, sometimes I still have to check who's on what brand. I was looking at the women's earlier on. I forgot which brand Naomi yeah. was on, for example. I mean, I was, I was saying this to you before, wasn't it? You know, it, it's nice to have a Survivor Series, you know, the draft way away from Survivor Series. Someone who's been on that brand for, you know, nearly best part of a year or longer if they've been there from successive drafts and, and that they feel passionate about the brand. I mean, you know, you look at you look at the you know the Raw men's team, for example. Braun Strowman and Sheamus have just come from SmackDown. You know, Seth Rollins on, on the opposite KO have just have just come from Raw, and they're fighting for, for these brands. It feels like there's no stake. Like you know, last year I was saying there was a stake because NXT turned up, and they were like, "Well, we don't want to be embarrassed by NXT," which inevitably they were. Speaking as a as a massive fan of NXT, I feel like if you were going to put them in any year, you put them in this year because they're the only brand of you know, superstars actually stayed together and, you know, it could have made it a little bit more interesting. But now, like, like you said, like, we're watching, street, for example, Street Profits versus New Day. They, they, they just switched, like, literally yeah. just a, a full switch and now they're, now they're defending different so, brands. So just, why should they have loyalty? Where does the loyalty come in? It just feels weird. It feels like the timing was so wrong. And, and, you know, we talk about sort of things having to change during a pandemic and I feel like this could have been the year where... Survivor Series probably wasn't needed. And, and I know why they kept it, because it's been going for successive years. It's one of the big four, as you said, Andy, and they don't want to feel like it, it's lost. But I, I just feel like there's, there's no stakes here. And the, the card kind of, you know, says it all, really. Rob, you're not massively excited for Survivor Series. Is that a case of what Connor mentioned about the, the lack of anything at stake, really? There's, there's, no actual, there's no championships on the line. It's only champions facing each other. And, you know, in the past, Survivor Series never was about brands. It was just about, uh, sure, some, some of the matches took place, uh, respective brands, but there were five-on-five matches based on feuds. I remember Team Kurt Angle versus Team Brock Lesnar. They were in a feud, so they got five-on-five guys to fight each other. There was a five-on-five uh, Eric Bischoff's team versus Steve Austin's team for Steve Austin to keep his job. It was that sort of thing, not brand supremacy uh, five-on-five matches. Is that the reason you're not, particularly excited for this Survivor Series? There's no build-up to it, and the main build has obviously been the Farewell to the Undertaker, which is, yeah, fair enough, but that isn't what Survivor Series is really about. It's about the two brands coming together and clashing for so Whoa, 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 whoa. Undertaker is, like, the best ever. So, you would pay... To watch a pay-per-view just to see The Undertaker one more time. debut on Survivor Series and he's bowing out and you're telling me that that can't be the main aspect of it. No. I pay to watch wrestling and I don't want to see him wrestle, which I fear he may get sucked into a match or something, which would just anger me even more. But there's just been no build-up to it. There's been no, like, cross... They all just need to be, like, raw, the men and women, they just argue amongst each other. There's no... 
we've not seen any interactions between the opposing brands that like we usually do. Whether that's COVID permitting, but I'm not quite sure. Sorry to interject. It doesn't really work though, having them interrupt because it's it's all in one place. It's it's all at the Amway Center. Like it doesn't. You know, like before it felt so much better because they 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 travelled to wherever the show was going. It just feels like well, what's really the point? We're all in the same building anyway. Do you know what I mean? Still have some face to face. I would have thought. I think it can come down to the fact of what grudge would they have? Why would they want to go attack the other brand? Well, they were just on it. I'll go with what you, they shouldn't have done it then. I don't think they should have done it. Shouldn't have done it in the first place. Smackdown is good. And Raw actually was quite good last night. They are good shows, but there should be no bill. I don't know why they're doing it. Well, I'd say by all means do Survivor Series, but do storyline matches... Like Retribution, if Retribution had been booked well, this would have been a perfect opportunity for a five-on-five team WWE versus team Retribution and get get something going that way. There's no, there's no thought going into the team. You tell what this SmackDown women's team were a week and they've still got two places up for grabs. The men's team as well that gets picked. They literally, I couldn't tell you who's in the men's team exactly. after because it's nothing. It's exactly it's what you, it's exactly what you say, Rob. I mean, what's what's her face from Retribution? Is it, is it Re- Reckoning? Is that her name? Is that what her name's supposed what, to be? Mia, Mia, yeah, yeah. yeah. She just attacks Dana Brooke. It's like why? Why? She's <laughs> not on the, the card, so what's the point? Yeah. Yeah, she's not, and then she doesn't even get a place in the women's team. So it's like what, like you said, Rob. Just they're not even thinking ahead. They're just making it up as they go along. They'll, they'll, as I said, I mean, we've obviously got Reigns and um, McIntyre now, but there aren't any face versus heel either. Thanks, Oscar. I've been a bit excited for that. I haven't seen it about 10 times already. <laughs> and, it's like, and I don't, that match, Carmelo will interrupt it or something. That won't get finished. That, that match just won't. And Sami Zayn, Lashley, whoopty do. I don't think Lashley's even mentioned Sami Zayn's name. Sami Zayn just seems to He did to once. Phone. He did once. I can't remember what he said. That I can't. I think MVP brought him up, didn't he? And then Lashley said something on top of that. The only, the only bit of heat going into this match is that Sami Zayn said, "You're the champion of the US, whereas I'm the champion of multiple continents." That was all he said, and that's that's the basis for this view. I can't take Sami Zayn seriously, which winds me up because he just he just uh, wins the belt. At, when he won it. <laughs> I thought he won it. Oh, Clash of Champions! I thought, okay, pushed on. He's done nothing with it. No, he's done nothing. Can't take him seriously. Pointless. Well, I mean, let's let's get into it. Uh, might as well get through the card. I mean, this is built as the uh, the, the one time of year where brands come face to, which, by the way, isn't true. They they face in the Royal Rumble, they face each other at WrestleMania, the Battle Royals, they face each other. So that's not true. But you know, for all intents and purposes, this is the only time these guys will ever come face to face. We'll start with the individual matches. Uh, let's go for yeah, what you just mentioned there, Rob Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Um, could be a sleep fest, could be a snooze fest. There are no matches announced thus far for the pre-show, but if there was any one of them that could be bumped to it, I would put this one on there. This is this does not whet my appetite whatsoever. Because like you said, Rob, uh, two heels working together, which just really excite me that much. Uh, they have respected people around them. I don't know whether Shinsuke and Cesaro could maybe come back, but I don't really want to see that again. And it's got the Hurt Business is, is uh, around. And Owen helps his buddy from out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Man, I'll take that. I actually would take Kevin Owens. Uh, he's, got a, he's got a match later, doesn't he? So, probably yeah. won't do that. so um, I'm, I'll just lay my prediction out there straight away. Lads, I'm going to go with Lashley, purely because he's been booked better and the Hurt Business are better. And I like to think MVP and maybe Cedric and Shelton will be on the outside with Lashley and they might do something cheeky, uh, give Sammy a taste of his own medicine. So I'll go with Lashley. Uh, uh, Rob, what do you reckon? Sammy. Is that any I like, reason? I like... Oh, 
want to take him more seriously. He doesn't get the respect he deserves. I agree with what he says. I think he's a very good wrestler, but you don't get to see mm. it. No. I mean, the ladder match said it all. You know how good he is in the ring, but don't get to see anything. Then get him feuding with people. There are people on SmackDown who could challenge him. Get Chad Gable going for him. Yeah. Love Chad Gable. Baller. But people, I mean, I don't know where he is, but where's Alistair Black at? He's getting, his, he's, he's getting his training camp going, Chad Gable. Do you remember? He got Otis. Yeah. Otis is yeah. I love Chad Gable going places. Even they're, Otis. They're really the good. Otis is insane feuding. That would be entertaining. You said Otis could win the IC belt. Get him feuding with Sami Zayn, then. That's the you know, Otis, Otis and Gable were in the same camp for American Olympics. Amateur wrestling, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hence also, I'm, I'm just thrilled they gave him his name back and he's no longer Shorty G, I thought. Yeah, that's the main... I just, yeah, uh, I do that. I think he's a very good wrestler. So, But yeah, I'm Sammy just because I don't think... Lashley, as you said, he's been booked strong. So why book Sammy a bit strong? If he loses this, he may as well just, may as well just take the belt off him because he's irrelevant. Make him a bit more relevant. Yeah. Well, this could be the one to do it. Uh, Connor, would you reckon? I don't think he uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually agree with Rob, and I'm gonna go Sami Zayn purely because I think he's gonna do his little cheating shenanigans. Yeah. He's gonna somehow cheat his way, and then the Hurt business are gonna be so pissed off on Monday because obviously uh, Benjamin and and uh, Alexander lost the titles on Monday, uh, lost their title match on Monday. Lashley lost, and then they'll just absolutely annihilate poor Tucker or something on Raw. So for me, I'll go Sami Zayn, but not clean. There'll be some sort of shenanigans. Yeah, that's a fair answer. Just because I think uh, the two that need some boosting, like Sami Sam certainly needs, does. He needs like mm. a big win. Whether it's yeah. whether it's not clean, you know, it can be dirty. But like beating Apollo Cruz, it's a bit like mm, need need a bit more than that, don't we? Really? So. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Uh, now, the women's uh, champions of Raw and SmackDown, Asuka versus Sasha Banks. Now, you know what? I know you're not massively Raw, but I'm excited for this match, purely because of the work that Sasha's been doing recently. I'm excited to see her wrestle someone that isn't Bailey, And Asuka as well, I think we need to re-remember who she is and what she can do, because we haven't seen it enough recently. All I've seen from her recently is occasionally being interviewed screaming. That's all she seems to do at the moment. Well, I'd like to see her. She nearly, she nearly got, she nearly passed out under Baszler's submission this week. I know. What was that I, about? I, really, I got really scared there. I was like, oh my word, she's going to make her pass out. And then I saw Lana just tap her on the shoulder. I was like, ah, there we go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but no, I, I am looking forward to this one because I think if they just, this one doesn't really need a story. I think if this is this is a good example of just supremacy of just the two women who's the better champion. This is the one match between champions that I'm actually looking forward to, other than the main event. Uh, so, I'm, I don't know, actually, I'll start with you, Rob. You're sort of huffing and puffing, you're, you're not too convinced on I this. Don't, I, don't, I don't think the match will get finished. I, mean, I really don't. Because Banks is obviously, she's got, obviously, Bailey still lurking, and obviously, Mrs. Untouchable is now on the scene. Mm. Carmella, I think Carmella will like, just turn and super kick her or something. <laughs> uh, I see that happening. But if I had to pick a wing, I would go Banks, because Oscar's irrelevant. She is, isn't she? I'm sorry. That, I, I love her to bits, but she doesn't really do anything. And they, no. they have people on Raw who could challenge her, just don't seem to want to do it. Whereas Banks is being booked very strongly. Yeah. I mean, the last challenge Asuka had was Zelina, and she's been fired. So, yeah. I don't really know. So, that's the Obviously, it kind of goes against what I just said about Sammy, because I want Sammy to get a win to become more relevant. But I actually love Banks to bits, and I think she's going to hold that belt for the foreseeable future. So, I go for Banks. Especially. Get slight redemption for obviously Oscar taking the belt off her way back when, which kind of initiated Bailey's turn on her when she lost that. So yeah, yeah, I'll go Banks out of either of them. 
Uh, Connor, uh, Sasha's reign is in its infancy. She was always said, oh, you can't retain your title. She beat Bailey. Uh, now it's just about longevity. Is a win against Oscar what she needs to really help kick it up to another gear? Yeah, I agree. I agree with that statement there, Andy. For, for me, there's a couple of matches on this card which I really can't call. And this is one of them. Mm. Because I feel like both of these superstars really need a win yeah. to help. You know, Sasha, because like you, like you guys both said, is it the start of her career? She's only, oh, sorry, career? What am I saying? <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, great young upstart. Her title reign, you know, only, only beating Bailey. But then, like you said, Oscar's got a bit lost. I mean, Raw have, have really focused on, you know, pushing Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, which means that, and, you know, people to come up towards them, which sort of means Oscar's kind of gone into the background. I, I agree with Rob. I, I could definitely see Carmella getting herself you know, getting involved in the match and maybe that means Oscar wins, but I, I, I really don't know what they're going to do with this match. And if I had to pick a winner, oh, I'll say Oscar purely because I think she needs it more. But no, I, I see, I look I at it, see, I think I, I don't think see, Sasha I don't needs see this, this match more. finishing clean. I don't see this match finishing clean. No, and that's. Well, I, think it, I think there could be some sort of disqualification involved in this match. Yeah, and that, uh, I, yeah. I, I think they'd be burying themselves if, if someone wins clean in this match. Sure, and that's sometimes what happens when they back themselves into a corner. We've seen it recently when they have two people that can't afford a loss, and then they have to they have to book it as a double DQ or something. Uh, if I had to go with anyone, I would go Sasha because the reasons I mentioned earlier. I think she needs it to help legitimize her reign because as a champion, apart from NXT, she hasn't really had a lengthy run. Uh, and she needs it, whereas Asuka, Oscar rather can hold the title for a long time. She's been proven to do that. Uh, so I'll go Sasha, but I agree, Connor. A, a disqualification, I wouldn't mind that too much, especially given the circumstances. It's not for a title, it's just about... Maybe Carmella gets involved in the race yeah. or something and just calls it there. Yeah, or maybe... Uh, very careful with how they do this, because if, if someone wins cleanly, then it's going to be a bit of a problem for whoever is on the losing end of that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, now to the uh, tag team divisions. Uh, Connie, you said it earlier, the two teams literally just swapped places. This was uh, the Street Profits, uh, formerly Raw, now SmackDown Tag Team Champs, and the New Day, uh, currently Raw Tag Team Champs, former SmackDown Tag Team Champs. I had to actually check on social media because I forgot who was where. I genuinely had a complete lapse of memory and I had to remember no hang on I've just seen Raw I know that it's the uh, the New Day on there because again it was just such a weird scenario where they just swap places and now they've got to face each other two face teams facing each other and you know what this will be a great match the New Day can work with face teams we've seen it in the past before uh, but again I don't think the brand supremacy aspect comes into it at all purely because they've just literally swapped um, but uh, yeah Rob uh, again a critic of the card is this something you can look forward to or are you just sort of thinking nah I agree with you Andy a good match but it just doesn't tie into this brand supremacy thing that they're going for which is the same for the majority of the matches but I'm sure it'll be a good match because they're both extremely talented tag teams and rightfully hold the belts because there aren't many other legitimate tag teams that really threaten them I think um, shout out to Xavier Woods I saw a lot of people giving him credit on Twitter and I think it's been brilliant since he came back to, the, to be fair as long as he can avoid any injuries? It's a difficult one to call again because I don't mean they could go either way. Uh, I don't know. So I really, I, I couldn't really care either. To be honest with you, it'll be a good match. I'll go Street Profits because 
I do want to see the Hurt Business get the belt soon. I understood why they didn't do it last night, because I think you said, Andy, they wouldn't have two title changes on one card. I think the Hurt Business will win tag team belts in the not-too-distant future. But the Street Profits, I look at, and I don't really see who's going to take the belts off them anytime soon unless they start building up some tag teams, but there aren't any at the moment. So, um, yeah, I'll go Street Profits for that basis, just because there's facts that I see them holding the belts longer while I'll go for Street Profits. Sure. Uh, Connor, you said uh, just a minute ago that there are a couple matches on this card you can't really call. Is this one of them? Yeah, yeah, it is. I think it's it's going to be a very close. I think it's going to be a great match because they're they're two fantastic tag teams. Robbie made a great point. Xavier Woods is doing some of the best performing he's done since he's been with WWE since he's returned from his injury. Kofi looks back to to top notch again. Um, Street profits have been brilliant. Um, I would say probably. Because New Day lost a couple of weeks ago, probably give the give it to the Street Profits. Um, but again, I, I would have no objections or no problems if the New Day were to win. Yeah, uh, a full house style go Street Profits purely because New Day just won on Raw, so they don't a loss wouldn't really hurt them too much. Street Profits haven't done much in the way of defending their titles on SmackDown, so a win over the New Day, who are arguably the best tag team of the past decade. In fact, I think they are uh, in WWE. That is. Um, a win over them would really legitimise their reign and help them move forward in the SmackDown Tag Team Division because it doesn't really exist at the moment, the SmackDown Tag Team Division. So uh, a win for them would hopefully hopefully see them through. And then I agree, Rob, I reckon uh, Shelton and Cedric would be shoe-ins at some point uh, in the near future for overall tag team title reign. Uh, now, lads, where are we? Uh, yeah, let's go to the five-on-five five, uh, elimination matches. We'll start with the uh, the men's. Uh, just one spot left to fill. That's on the SmackDown side. We'll go with the Raw side first. We've got AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Riddle. We haven't talked about this yet, lads, but Matt Riddle's dropped Matt, and now he is known purely as Riddle. Um, they do this a lot, don't they, WWE, where they'll, they'll shave someone's name. So Biggie used to be Biggie Langston. Rusev used to be Alexander Rusev. Cesaro used to be Antonio Cesaro. Apollo... Is now Apollo Crews was just Apollo at one point. They, they have a shave or give someone a name. It's done it Murphy as well, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely the Murphy. Because I think they thought Buddy was too nice, wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, it was. <laughs> so, so yeah, so Riddle. Before we get into the actual match, what do you think? Do you think? Because I always thought Riddle sounds like a great heel name. It really does. But he's sort of doing the same yeah, bro thing. Oh, hasn't, he hasn't really changed, has he? Do you, do you think this will add a new edge to him? Because he's, he's on a bit of form. I mean, he's winning. winning. Well, I actually didn't win this week, but... No, but previously he has been winning. Ralph, you're not always sold on, on Riddle. I'm not, I'm not a fan of Riddle. I, I won't lie. I mean, I'm glad to see he's actually on the team now. Because when he lost the match to get into the team, I think it was against Sheamus. I was like, oh, mm. God, that's quite bad, isn't it? He obviously... They don't hold him in that high esteem. But he's made it on now. And yeah, to be fair... His, his segments, I mean, he's given them all nicknames, isn't he? He's just, kind of, he's just a joker, really, isn't he? But, yeah, you've given them this riddle nickname, which suggests him a bit more edge. But if you see him in the, the ring when he comes out, I just can't take him seriously. I'm sorry, I just can't. His, his in-ring ability might not be awful, but yeah, I, I just don't see him amounting to much, unless they build him a bit better. But what he's been on, he's been on the main roster for a while, and he's not really done anything. Hmm. He got traded from SmackDown to Raw after failing to set the world alight on SmackDown. Don't really see him doing much more on Raw. But then Keith Lee's not really doing much either. But no. I think this this opportunity to both be on the Survivor Series team has given them an opportunity to 
we're not shine as much. But at least it's got them on television a bit. So um, yeah, but I'm not just don't rate Matt Riddle. Really no. I haven't rated him since I first saw him. But he was better on NXT. That's just I've said it. Going that happens, though, doesn't it? Death trap. He's a death trap, and they've ruined Keith Lee as well. well. Not ruined him, but his outfit's stupid, and his music sucks. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll come on to Keith in a minute because, of course, he does have a very strong history at this pay for you. So we'll come on to that in a sec. But the SmackDown team, this is as it goes Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and another spot to be determined. Um, yeah, we'll go on to the to be determined. Uh, put you on the spot, Connor. Who could it possibly be? Because let's not forget, we have Friday Night SmackDown to come where I'm sure that spot will be filled. Uh, would you like to see, though, like a surprise? I always love it when they leave a spot empty till the night and have it yeah. maybe swing. I mean, it depends where the result will go. If Raw win, then probably they one should do spot. that. One more spot, don't they? One more spot, mm. they do. I'm glad you reminded me who's on that team because the lack of hype about it, I've totally forgotten who was even on the team. Yeah. And, you know, I, thank God you said people like Baron Corbin because I completely forgot he was, he was even in there. Yeah. Maybe someone like... Chad Gable. Yeah. Maybe. maybe Otis. Because Otis isn't been doing much. I was, I was oh, going to say. He lose to Seth Rollins, didn't he? So I wonder if he'll get a second chance. Like, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like Matt did. But Matt Riddle got a second chance, so you never know. You know, I hope, I hope it's not someone like Dolph Ziggler or like Bobby Roode. I hope it's not someone like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like that to me, the team seems lesser. I know they're, built, I know, like, I know they're trying to build Jey Uso as a single. I know they are. I know he's got victories over the likes of AJ Styles, but I still just don't. Well, to be fair, isn't Kevin Owens is dead, isn't he? So he might not even make it. Kevin Owens is just supposedly dead. Yeah. But I don't think because he got ruined. We didn't see him last. They need, they need to have KO in there. They've got to. Yeah. It just bears what Connor said. There's been no build. The Raw team has at least been interacting. Yeah. And that's why I'd I like to see. I'd like to see either Chad Gable or Otis because I'm very excited to see if 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 they give the go-ahead to, like, this training thing that Chad Gable was trying to do, and then maybe it could be, like, the new and improved Otis, because he's, like, he's like you're a good competitor, but you lose your head a bit, and you get a bit too excited, so like, I need to kind so of knock gonna... out of you. So maybe like, a new and improved Otis takes the last spot or something. Or so something they're going to take Otis out of one tag team, just put him in another. Well, they did it with Peyton Royce, didn't they? They do yeah. it with everyone. With Mandy. Mandy, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Too. Yeah, I think once they have nothing for them, they say, right, tag team. It's good work, this tag team, though, because they are friends. Gable and Otis are good friends. It's a nice difference. They're, they're different athletes as well. And they can, exactly, they can work together. They can, they, I think they work quite well together. Just something yeah. I'd, I would, I'd like to see someone like a Chad Gable or an Otis take that final spot. Or you could have Murphy beat Seth and then Murphy gets given the spot because he beats Seth. Yeah. Perhaps, Not yeah. a bad idea. I'd, Glad they find well. Like you, Andy, I forget, is that Raw or is that SmackDown? Because it's just the I same. Know. I know. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad they finally seem to have cut that feud off. Well, um, I've been reading that apparently, obviously, uh, Becky Lynch is due to have her baby in December. So oh. Seth's paternity leave will be coming up soon. So yeah, I think yeah, they're haven't... trying to finish that story. That story Thank God. Get Seth to survive a series and then Seth will go off for a few weeks. Yeah, haven't put, haven't put Murphy over. And then he can bye bye, go away, yeah. go away, and yeah. get crushed in Survivor Series by like Keith Lee sits on it or something. <laughs> Just sits on him. Well, I was going to. I don't disagree with like Seth, but I'm glad that he's done. Yeah. And that now he just got to suffer between Aaliyah and Murphy's weird relationship. Oh, I hope that I don't think. Oh, 
I hope that doesn't come a thing every day. Well, it already is a thing. And she, I love him. <sighs> I, don't I think I said this in the last episode. I don't know, understand why Ray is still why bringing Ray family to work Ray. when they just cause so much trouble. Like, stop, stop bringing them with you. Leave them at home. Yeah, true. Weird. Anyway, uh, Keith Lee on Team Raw had a fantastic Survivor Series last year. I think Soul Survivor on his team, or maybe it was a couple. I can't quite remember. Either way, he did survive, and he was uh, really the talk of the town. He went on to win the NXT title, didn't have a long reign, lost to Karrion Cross, And since then, as we mentioned, Laz, he's sort of been millering around, mincing his way around Raw, picking up a couple of victories here and there, some good ones, and then picking up some losses as well. He's now wearing a, a ring singlet and his music shit. Uh, and now he finds himself back in Survivor Series, this time representing the red brand. Um, could he be the difference in this? Because my prediction, personally, I'll just say it right now, is Team Raw. I think they're a better team. Man to man, and they've actually interacted with each other. It has to be raw. How how can you give it to SmackDown? They haven't even like number one. Their teams not even together. Number two, they haven't even spoken to each other. One of them annihilated the other one. (laughs) It's like how can they win? They can't. (laughs) Also, I think Raw needs because Raw is so bad. I know last week, I mean, uh, yesterday was okay, but Raw needs something right just to go off because the TV show is suffering right now. And I think Keith Lee. Could be the man. What do you reckon, Rob? Could he be the difference? Could he be the sole survivor? I can easily see him going out first. <laughs> <laughs> Cor- Corbin that, right? just pins him. <laughs> End of days. No. No, I agree push. with you. I don't, I, team Raw has to win. I've yeah. enjoyed the dynamic, actually. I've enjoyed AJ trying to unite them in a way. Because obviously his muscle behind him. Yes. I have enjoyed the segments between the five of them. Leave on the mic as well. They've been quite entertaining as well. So, and for the reason that they've actually been on television as a team, SmackDown, as Connor said, they've been annihilating each other. Seth's been, obviously, he gets in the team, which goes on to Corbin, we haven't seen. He got his win three weeks ago, which we haven't seen. Kevin's dead. Do you know what? Any relevant what one? <laughs> you mentioned, sorry to go a bit off course, you mentioned Baron Corbin being off TV. It's actually been quite good, though, hasn't it? I know, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Like when you mentioned the other week, I saw him when he won when he won his qualified. Now that you reminded me, and I was like, oh yeah, I haven't seen him for a while. Yeah, but now he's but then he's just straight into a Survivor Series team when they're. Yeah, so I, I, I don't mind him not being on television, but why put him in the team if he's not going to be on television? You're right. There are other yeah. people I'd rather see in the team, but yeah. So Raw has to win. Has yeah. to win. I'm sorry, it has to. Surely, so, unless they're just going to like implode, implode, and AJ fails, and they all just kind of like brawl and just lose the plot. Like you said, I think Team Raw need to win. Yeah. And there's like a, a good friend of the pod, Ian Dander, just messaged me going, why has there been no build-up for Team Raw and <laughs> SmackDown this year? And it's like, that's exactly, this is exactly the point. I, I'm still, I do, the 5 on 5 I'm still excited for because it's something we don't get to see yeah, usually. So the matches still still intrigue me because we never get to see those elimination five the wrestlers five. in there. Like Seth yeah. is a great wrestler. Kevin Owens is a great wrestler. You know, Keith Lee, for me, is a great wrestler. You know, AJ Styles, great wrestler, and so on and so forth. There are good people in there. So I think they'll have a you good match. You mentioned Keith Lee. It does give the 5 on 5 because the opportunity for people to shine, doesn't it? It gives the power. I mean, we'll come to the women's one. There's a couple in there that I think will have the chance to shine. It could be the opportunity, perfect opportunity for Keith Lee to show how good he is on the main roster at last. Because, as you say, he has been floating. So, obviously, got that huge win over Orton at payback whatever it was in like six minutes but since then you just kind of oh, you got you were there kind of you got to <laughs> see that that massive massive win for him but yeah i'm a huge fan of keith lee so um he could be the man to swing it in raw's favor but yeah the raw has, has to come out 
here, surely. They should yeah. really wipe the floor with SmackDown. Really should. Yeah, I think we could all agree. A full house for Team Raw. Uh, and if they don't, not, not, not good. <laughs> not looking very good. Uh, but from the men to the women's Survivor Series uh, team. Now, this one is slightly harder to school. And I think uh, it might be flipped the other way. I think SmackDown might need it. Purely because they don't really have women on their show anymore. <laughs> exactly. uh, but we'll go through the, uh, the Raw women's team. Uh, this is all set in stone now, uh, I believe. Unless something changes, which is possible, on the night. But it uh, should be set in stone. The five women are uh, Nia Jax and her tag team championship partner, Shayna Baszler. Uh, with Lana, I don't know why, uh, Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce, who just came in last night after replacing the injured Mandy Rose and uh, uh, Dana Brooke, who were taken out by the, the champions. And uh, Mia Yim, whose name is, what is it, Connor? I can't remember now. Reckoning. Reckoning, yeah. <laughs> she literally shoved Dana Brooke and somehow I'm expected to believe she's injured. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, but she put her arm before in the match, didn't she? Oh, uh, did she? Uh, I, do you man, I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying what they told me earlier, right? Yeah. Yeah, but then again, I, I think, think we're happy yeah. though with Lacey and Peyton, I think I think these Peyton. two are better. I think they I think they make for a more entertaining. Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose are just nothing. I know. Really. Obviously, Peyton Royce is is great, and I know I want her to get a push as well. But I feel like since Lacey got like a real push when you remember when she first joined, and obviously after she did all the blooming walking. Mm and all that rubbish and then she got loads of title opportunities and then she kind of just got pushed to the back again and, and, yeah. I, and I get that because you know when you lose a title shot obviously you're not then in the frame again but I think she's really good I think I think all round yeah. she's good she on the good in the ring and I think start using her more so hopefully I think she, she, she could be gunning she could be one of the ones gunning for Oscar if you likewise yeah. Pete Royce. Yeah. so I don't know why they've done them in a tag team the whole reason apparently I'm led to believe of them splitting up the Iconics was because they thought that Peyton Royce could go out on her own and then they've just shoved her in a tag team with Lacey Evans who does not need a tag team partner it just no. I don't get it so hopefully they're planning something here yeah, I, I think I think they hurt Lacey Evans because, as you mentioned, Colin, they, they did start off very well with her. She made a debut. She was doing the walking thing. And it was all very interesting. She got straight into the thick of it with uh, Becky Lynch. And to be fair, I think she held her own. Uh, then she segued around. She actually uh, turned to a face, had that history-making match in Saudi Arabia with Natalia, which is, you know, yeah. of course, the first time ever thing. And then she turned heel because she lost a karaoke contest. And since then, she's really gone downhill and hasn't really appeared, in my yeah. opinion, nearly enough as she should uh, do. But I think she's good. I, I don't yeah. understand what the issue is. And, and you know, Peyton Royce as well, like, she can go out on her own. I, I don't see why they need they feel the need to chop them two together. Anyway, hopefully something will happen at Survivor Series and we'll get to see. Hopefully Adam Pearce, as he's on every bloody week, will have something, you know, planned for them. I don't know. Uh, well, so Adam Pearce. Adam. And he came out and he just changed the stipulation because Randy, <laughs> Randy grabbed him by the throat the week before. It's like, oh, Adam, God. All, all we needed oh, was man. just for Stephanie McMahon to appear literally on the Tron and say, from now on, uh, Adam Pearce is the top official. But yes. it just, that never happened. Just give us an announcement or something, just so we know. Okay. But it just, it just seems like he's official going rogue, like this is my show. And do you see uh, Andy, Pat Buck had to restrain Nicky Cross this week yes. as well. Pat Buck, he, he is his right-hand man, his Pat. That's getting destroyed by Nia Jax and, yeah, bless his but heart. But no, back, back to the originally what I was saying. I, I think hopefully, I, I hope, but then it's like Rob, Rob says, you can just see Peyton and Lacey getting like, eliminated really quickly. Yeah, they will. They're all going to be on Lana, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Otherwise, why would they have been building it up for no, eight, nine months? I have a solid bet that Lana could be the last one 
Yeah, I think Arna's. I'm going to throw it out there. I think Arna's going to win it for Team Raw, and yeah, Nia, I think, and, and yeah, I think Nia Jax is still going to put her for a table, on, even when she wins it. Yeah. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that if Lana had, in my opinion, legs to go on and do greater things. She's which, so, in my opinion, she's she so does pathetic. not. Pathetic. When she when she just tapped out and it didn't make me laugh. Nia and she and Nia starts clearing the table. You laugh for God's sake. She just sits there as well. Why doesn't she run away? Unless you run, run off. And she stopped being booked as a face very well. Because let's not forget, it's only a few months ago she was doing this god-awful storyline with Lashley and Rusev, who's now left. And she was a real heel then, and she was hated. Now we're supposed to feel sorry for her? I'm like, no, get it, get away. Uh, but the SmackDown team is as follows, uh, lads. Only three out of five have been announced thus far, and the oh, next two will... Yes, <laughs> Bianca Belair is number one on my list. Uh, she, she hopefully she'll be the difference. Oh, she- I mean, I, I think Team Raw will win, but I want Team SmackDown to win. And I want, I, I want, I want I just, SmackDown to win. I want Bianca to, to eliminate all of them. Forget Liv and Ruby. Don't give a, don't give a damn about them. They can, they can come in, they can do the little bits, then they can get eliminated, and then Bianca just clean sweeps everyone. Well, let's not forget yeah. her, her uh, performance at the Rumble, where she was one of the best. She was up there with uh, Charlotte Flair as having a fantastic match. Uh, but uh, Ruby Riot, as you mentioned, Connor comes in. Liv Morgan qualified this past Friday against Natalia. All very well and good. Now, two places up for grabs. And again, because of the brand split being just confusing as hell, I had to research what women were on SmackDown other than Bailey, uh, who, to be fair, is a shout to enter. She is, she's not doing anything yeah. at the moment. So Bailey's in there. Carmella, unless she interferes in the main match, she could be a possible candidate. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea Green made a... A very brief appearance. She's injured, Andy. Injured, Andy. Chelsea Green will not be. Uh, <laughs> on the team. I felt so sorry for her, right? She came in, had about a minute, and then broke her wrist. When Liv kicked her off the ropes, she ah. came. You see her. She was holding it, it for a that's why, she, that's why she didn't come back in the ring afterwards. Because I was thinking, hang on a second, that wouldn't keep you out of the ring for all that time. And then yeah, I, she was, I thought she was just really selling it. But okay, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, okay. Then in that case, no. But who who would you lads? Who would you have? As I would the, have. Coming in? I would have the boats, Natty, because I, I do actually quite like when she. Yeah, but this no, but that's my issue with because they've done this loads now. They've had women and men who have lost qualifying matches who still get in the team. You look at. Well, there's uh, no one else in the. No. I would have. I would would put Billy Kay in there simply so her and Peyton Royce can have a little thing, and I like Billy Kay as well. I actually think as a baby face, she could actually do something. Or I. Maybe Billy Kay and Bailey, because I think Bailey Bailey would add some that team apart from Belair, who I think is incredible in our early picks of Rumble. I think if they added Bailey, it would make that team a bit more legitimate. Because Ruby and Liv I do like, but they're not star names really. Apart from Belair, I mean there's only three of them, but Belair is Belair's just class. I would have her dismantle Team Raw, and it's left just her and Lana, and she like just actually destroys Lana, throws yeah. Lana outside the ring and wins. Oh, because Belair is just Unbelievable, she's class. Just love Bella. You you can't win by throwing someone over the top, Robert. You get confused with the rumble. Oh, it's eliminated, isn't it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Is it it, it TKO she does? Or KO? Oh, her finisher. KOD, isn't it? It's like Kiss of Death or something. Yeah. She's class. I think it is. I think SmackDown Women's Division needs this because, look, I still think where's Naomi, but she's on Raw, so and she's not anywhere oh near the God, team. God, yes, she's not. She's not even. even that, that's wound me up. I completely forgot about Naomi. I was, I was praying that she was still on SmackDown because again, I forgot. I genuinely forgot where she was because she hasn't appeared in a while. I was praying when I was doing my research that she was on SmackDown so she could appear. 
But no, she won't be on. Yeah, uh, she said they team. need her on SmackDown. Mm. God, that is quite bad. I completely forgot about her. That's that's terrible. Oh yeah. dear, I feel really bad. Ah, for her yes, now. I was right. It is KOD her finisher. <laughs> My knowledge. The cod. So hopefully, Belair will do the biz. And I'm thinking, yeah, Team SmackDown needs the win. I would. I would. Yeah, I think SmackDown needs the win as well. But I, I can totally see bad. Rob. I can totally see Lana doing a job. I really can. I can. I think Lana will be the last one of the last ones in. I really do. I, hope, I don't think they should not have her win. Oh, that's bad, that is. Because so she'd actually have to pin someone if she wins. Yeah, but she, had to, she, had, she did that to I could get see her team. like I could see like Nia throwing her out at the start and you completely forget and she just rolls in at the end. And then if she like rolls up Belair, I will be... That, that will... That will no, nah, nah, I, I agree. I, I think you can't have Belair. Right, I, I think Belair's got a winner. Win, but there's been no bloody build-up. Nope. No. How can you have win when we haven't even number one we don't even know the team yet and number two they haven't even said anything to each other? How can Belair they... needs to start being built up because she will win that rumble and her and Banks will main event WrestleMania. It will happen and it's solid in my mind. Then you start building her up and this is the perfect time to do it because in my opinion she's the only real star quality wrestler. Yeah, she should be the Keith Lee of last year where she just. Yeah, yeah I do like SmackDown. Are you Andy? Say again, sorry. You're going for SmackDown, are you? I'll go SmackDown. Rob. Yeah, I'll go SmackDown as well. Okay, I'll, I'll be different and I'll go for Raw. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I think, yeah, I think uh, there are legs for SmackDown. I'm intrigued by this totally match. I'm intrigued with the men's one. I'm intrigued by this one again, especially as I don't know two of the places on the SmackDown yeah. team. At the moment, so. And I hope they, they uh, announce one of them on SmackDown and I hope they leave the other one for Survivor Series. We have a nice Becky surprise. Lynch turns up with a baby in the <laughs> belly and gives the team. <laughs> the baby doesn't disarm her. I, I would add, I would add baby to it. I think Charlotte, Charlotte could reappear. She's raw though, isn't she? I did again. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that is true. You're right. She is raw. Raw has so much depth. Raw also has Nikki Bliss. You know Naomi as well. Nikki Bliss, obviously. They're gonna have a match at some point. They're gonna have a match. My point is, look at the depth Raw have and the lack of depth of SmackDown. I would have liked to see. I think I mean Bliss and especially the Fiend and I said this earlier. That would have been entertaining if you had the two of them in the respective team. Would have been funny, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, you guys have gone. You guys have gone for Team SmackDown, and Sky Bet have got Team SmackDown as the favourites. So you, you and the bookies are on the same page. We're on the same Good page. Tamina, Tamina, she appeared. Oh, poor Tamina. Yeah. <laughs> well, she was in the last couple of Survivor Series teams, so she always did a face off with Nia Jax. I don't remember last year's one. She, really she always did a face off with Nia Jax. So I was like, okay, we know they're related. You have to keep doing. It. They did the Rumble as well. They kept doing a face off. Like, just, oh yeah, they did. You, you know you're related. Do a match. Well, they do a match. Just, but... just so you know, because you were talking about the the rumble there, Rob. The current favourite for the men's Royal Rumble is Big E for the yeah, men. Likely so. Clear, but for the women's, there's yes, no. I'll tell you now. There's a three-way tie between. Um, let me just get it up quickly. Bianca between Alexa Bliss, Bailey, and Belair. I, I, Bliss and Belair are a good show. <laughs> Bailey shouldn't win the rumble because that's predictable. Because then we, I mean, Banks and Bay, yeah, but that that's a bit predictable. That I understand why it is, but really, yeah, yeah. Bliss is a good nice. shout. Nice. Bliss, Bliss, could, Bliss, in my opinion, could be the one to take off Oscar. I think she's she's doing bits in her current role, absolute flames. Obviously, she's engaged now, so congratulations. Her life is good for Alexa. Yes, congrats, good. Alexa. Absolutely, she's free. She flew at John. That was fantastic. That was incredible. Great bump. I mean, I like to say, I'm sure there was a crash mat there, otherwise she left. Morrison just disappeared. 
Yeah, just never came back. Never see Morrison again. Anyway, that's the women's match. I think yeah, two on SmackDown, one on Raw. I think fair play. Uh, um, yeah, I, I do look forward to that match. I do look forward to it. Uh, just yeah. uh, it's the unknown. I don't know who who's going to appear. Mm. Uh, now the main yeah. event, well, we assume will be the main event. This is uh, Drew McIntyre, WWE Champion, uh, versus uh, Roman Reigns, Universal Champion. And uh, as we've touched on it, as to where the uh, the issues in this match lie, and I think I think we all knew that Roman. Uh, was going to have a have the main event match because he's been booked recently and uh, he's been booked like an absolute champ uh, and he is he is carrying SmackDown and the whole company really on his back and I think a challenge Drew will be a welcome challenge but we've seen him face each other before they they faced each other on Mania a couple of years ago and uh, Roman won and I can't really see another result happening uh, anything different to that I think that's going to happen again purely because of the way Drew's been booked recently he lost his title. He's quickly regained it, but I don't know. I think it's all on Roman Reigns. He's too good. He's too hot to, to handle at the moment. Uh, Rob, what do you reckon? First of all, they're excited for the match because I thought Friday and SmackDown, they built this brilliant. Obviously, we didn't know it was actually going to take place, but I thought the Intercontinental said it. They bounced off each other brilliantly. And it made me completely forget, as you said, Andy, we saw it loads last year, but the two are completely different states of their career. Now, obviously, one is facing one is heel. It's complete opposite when they faced off repetitively like when McIntyre was with stuck with Shane McMahon which was just terrible and he's come a long way since then so fair play to Drew but um, Drew yeah I feel he does need a win but not at the expense of the big dog it was just flying having him lose I think would just derail this whole storyline and having him built because I I think he's going to hold that belt for such a long time it will be I think it will be long past me he could have it in a year's time still yeah, I really do because I mean, he is the, as you said, Andy, carrying that company on his back. SmackDown is good, but he is the best part about it. And usually he opens the show and it ends with him as well. And there's a reason because he is the best part of that show. So for that reason, I will go Roman Reigns. I think it'll be a brilliant match to him too. I really do. But be interested to see how the finish works out, whether it's clean or not. You would imagine it would be. But unless Jay Uso comes out and like tries to get involved because he keeps crying like I don't really know what he's doing. He's trying to prove himself, doesn't he? Like, demanded the match. Yeah. Lost, <laughs> which is quite embarrassing for him. But um, I hope it's a clean victory. And I hope this, it's not in, interfered with, especially as I assume it will be main event. Kind of has to be, really. The only other one... I mean, someone's have the five on five, but you can't have the men's five on five as main event. You really can't, because the SmackDown team's a bit of a joke. So it has to be those two. Dago Roman. Yeah, big, big dog. Uh, Connor, we said uh, before we went on the air that we knew that really that, that Drew was probably going to beat Randy when we saw on SmackDown and had that interaction with Reigns and Uso because we thought, why on earth would they bother doing this if they weren't going to face the Survivor Series? So that was predictable. But is this match predictable? Could Drew actually turn Roman over? No, not for me. I think Roman's going to set Drew a place at the table and then annihilate him, force feed him his dinner. Because he's the big dog, tribal chief, and he's going to annihilate the Claymore man. Yeah, I think Roman Reigns is going to win. I think nice, clean victory. I don't think it'll hurt Drew too much. Drew's already lost before, and then he can go on his little rampage afterwards, annihilate someone at uh, TLC in December. Yeah, Roman Reigns for me. Not really too much to add to it, to be honest. I, yeah, because the Undertaker is appearing at uh, this this event, I wonder if we will see another reaction uh, interaction between Roman and Undertaker. Because I really am gutted. I I wish I actually pray and wish that they 
obviously this is all in hindsight at the time this was six years ago when Undertaker's streak ended at Mania against Brock Lesnar I remember it clear as day I didn't I my mouth was open for at least 10 minutes in shock after it happened um I would have loved though in hindsight if I knew what I knew now six years in the future I'd have Taker keep the streak going all these years and have Roman Reigns this heel Roman Reigns end it can you imagine that would just make this well, Roman Reigns, wouldn't it? Something like that. But he's already beaten Undertaker at Mania, so that's not something he needs to do. But uh, wouldn't that have been an amazing state of circumstances? But yeah, this Roman is the dog. He is the man. He is the, the tribal chief. He is the head of the table. He's the universal champion. I think he's going to stay there for a long time, as Rob rightly said, up to a year at least. I see it happening. And then it's got to, it's got to happen with The Rock. It just has to happen. Has to happen. Yeah. I know The Rock's retired, but I don't care. The man's in amazing shape and he will be... Is he retired? He, yeah, said he, he, is. Or, he said but, he is, didn't he? But okay. The last match he had was against uh, Eric Rowan, and it was six seconds. Oh, for like six seconds, yeah. Okay. And that's not a final match. He could still have. go, can't he? Oh, I, think, I mean, can. the shape the man's in, he could still yeah. go. So I don't think. One, one more Mania like, match. having that old man Goldberg in five minutes. Yeah, totally different kettle of fish, I think, with The Rock. Uh, one more Mania. And that, I'll tell you what, if, if it was The Rock versus Roman Reigns at a mania in a year's time or two years' time for something. Not even for a title, it doesn't need to be. That would Reigns break all, all mania records for, for box office Reigns and reviews. Smack his ass. Yeah. You know The Rock would want to put him over as well. 100%. 100%. Yeah. So it was, yeah. Well, that is Survivor Series, lads. It's uh, part, partly predictable, partly unpredictable. I think it's a yeah. difficult one to, to call some of the matches. And that's what we like in wrestling. But I think it's less so they've booked it very strongly to the point we don't we can't call it. It's the fact they haven't booked some matches at all. Therefore, we can't call it because there's nothing to go off. Uh, so we've done our best and we'll see how we do uh, on the Survivor Series review show, which will come up very soon. But I think we do have time, ladies and gents, to mention some things that went down on Wednesday nights. Uh, Connor, I'll start with you, my friend. You could take us through a certain incident that took place on Wednesday night's NXT broadcast at the Capital Wrestling Centre. Very surprising stuff. Take it away. Yeah, it really was, wasn't it? Wasn't it, fellas? And we opened with the uh, the new North American uh, champion, Johnny Gargano, coming out to the ring, talking about how he can't retain a title and how he hates wheels, supposedly. I don't know why he hates wheels. <laughs> and uh, he was there in the ring with a big wheel. And he basically said, you know what? I'm going to put this curse to bed. I will defend my title <clears throat> against someone who is on this this wheel. I will spin the wheel and whoever comes up will get a match against me. And there's all these big names on there. There's there's Priest, there's Loomis, all, all, these, all these credible people you think will be able to take the title off of me. And then someone less credible on there, a man named Leon Ruff. Now, Ruff. Leon Ruff has appeared on, on Raw during the pandemic as just one of those competitors who gets de destroyed in about 10 seconds. I, I, I seem to remember him against Alistair Black right at the start of the pandemic where he just got absolutely annihilated. Anyway, the, the wheel spun and it landed on, on Leon Ruff. Surprise, surprise, Johnny Gargano fixing things as always. Anyway, Leon walks out. It's a massive moment for him and I, I presume his family as well. And the match begins and Gargano's all over him. He's, he's destroying him, this, that and the other. Throws him into, into one of the railings on the side, walks over and there is Damien Priest standing behind the Perpex glass. He, he's, he's fascinated by, by Damien Priest. He can't get, can't get him out of his head. Priest then comes up to ringside. He's looking at him, shouting blah, blah, blah. And 
Leon Ruff rolls up Gargano for the one, two, three. And we have a new North American champion. I can't believe I'm saying this. Leon Ruff is your new North American champion. Priest then holding up his arm. They go out backstage and Priest is like, you know, you need to get out here now. Forget about you. Forget about your photos. Do them later. Gargano is going to be coming after you. Leon Ruff leaves with his, with his championship. William Regal comes out the back. He goes, Gargano, you lost. You know, you, you set this president. No one made you defend your title. It was all down to you. And yes, there we have it, guys. The, the curse continues. Gargano cannot retain titles after winning them. But Andy, Leon Ruff, I mean, I, I like to be surprised. You know, yeah. I, I guess it's nice. You know, you know, no one likes to know what's going to happen when you go on to a wrestling show. But, but I feel like this is a surprise too far. I look, I'm all for massive shocks in wrestling, and this certainly was one. You don't, you don't expect that sort of thing to happen. In fact, even after Damien Priest interfered, there was still a roll-up attempt by Ruff, which didn't go well. And I thought, okay, well, that was the one. If it was going to happen, it was going to happen then. And then it, eventually it did happen. And it's very surprising. I, I think it's welcomed because clearly... Triple H must be high on Leon Ruff. I mean, he wouldn't give him the belt if he didn't think. I don't know how long he's going to hold it for. I doubt it's going to be a lucrative and long-running reign. I think it was more for the shock value and the suggestion that, look, anything can happen, which is what you always want. Maybe to give a bit of an edge on AEW as well. Like, look, this sort of thing happens on our TV show. Look, we, look what happens to us. We have title changes just out of nowhere. Um, do I think it hurts Gargano? No. Because to be fair, Gargano didn't need to win the North American title. Priest, you know, I was somewhat sad to see him lose, but I think it was done very well. Uh, so look, I'm not in any way complaining about this because it was shocking and I want to be shocked. As a wrestling fan, I've watched it for a long, long time. I like being surprised. and I do like it when underdogs out of nowhere score a massive dub. It's interesting. It's, it's, it's exciting. And uh, look, at the end of the day, it's going to turn the tide a little bit in NXT's favour just for shock value. And it might have a few more people turn out for them. Is Leon Ruff going to become a household name anytime soon? No. Uh, but again, it's a different story. It's something totally new. How is this kid going to fare with the pressure of being North American champion with plenty of experienced wrestlers you know, breathing down his back? Yeah, happy. I don't mind it whatsoever. I, don't, I think it was the, if it was going to happen, might as well happen when it did happen. You know, it set the show off very well. And I can't really complain too much. They can't. They shouldn't butcher it though. They shouldn't have him beat everybody, you know, beat beat fucking Champer and beat you know everybody like that. But you know, I think uh, I think it adds something new to the program, which uh, I think it needed. Rob, will you be buying any Leon Ruff merchandise anytime soon? No, I will not be buying any Leon. Oh, trust Rob. Ruff. I don't dislike it, but Andy says, you like, come look at us. We have, if I turned over and saw he was your North American champion, I'd be like, what the hell is this? What the hell is it? I was shocked. I remember I, I had my cup of tea and I burnt myself because I spilled all over my um, trousers because I was so shocked. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's a surprise, isn't it? He's, he's just so little. So skinny. <laughs> like, <laughs> when, uh, I, I've actually got to mention when, when he's standing at the top of the ramp and Priest is next to him and Priest lifts up his arm and they, they put the, the belt around his waist and Priest lifts up Ruff's arm and as the arms go up then the belt just falls down on his yeah. waist down to his ankles he, like, he, was just getting, he was getting chucked around by Gargana who isn't small can you imagine if he was in the room like Brock Lesnar if Lesnar F5 he'd bounce back up into Lesnar's arms again he's so small 
Oh, I mean, I'm interested to see where they go from here with it. Yeah. I agree, I don't think it hurts. Dolgana is quite entertaining. They can't break this curse. But mm. At the moment, I'm still a bit shocked by it all, to be honest. But it does make me want to tune in Wednesday, I yeah, suppose, yeah. which is the point Andy was making, to see where they go with it. So, for that, but I, will, I will let it go for the moment. If he goes on to have a long title reign, which I don't think he will, don't be like, okay, I'm sorry, you can't take him seriously. Mm. Really can't. I mean, I used to say you can take Cameron Grimes seriously. He's a more serious person when it comes to challenging for North American title than him. I forget his name half the time. I really do. Leon. Leon. Remember the name. Remember the, Remember the name. Oh, but um, anyway, I just quickly want to rattle through a couple of other things and then we'll quickly touch on um, AW. There was another title on the line this week. It was the tag team titles. Uh, Orny Lorcan, uh, and Danny Birch against um, Rizango. A load of shenanigans. Everyone got involved, but in the end, as we as we thought, Lorcan and Birch retained, and the little faction with Pat McAfee carries on. I think touching on on the Leon Ruff thing and the North American just before we I, I do move on. I think it's a good thing to do because obviously your champion's out, isn't he? He's, he's out with an injury. The undisputed era are off TV. There's no one going for the for the main title. So I think shocks in the North American championship are a good thing um timothy thatcher defeated dexter loomis again cameron grimes got involved so their little thing carries on i quite like it i'm i'm, I'm quite happy with it um tony storm lost to candace larray um again a kind of a roll up probably won't hurt tony storm too much i called it the mass figure was indy hartwell but now with obviously johnny gargano losing the title candace not really in the women's picture i don't really know what they're going to do with that We'll find out, won't we? Um, and then, obviously, this week is the big one. It's the women's uh, NXT Women's Championship on the line. Io Shirai versus uh, Rhea Ripley. Andy, quickly, who have you got and why? Hmm. I don't know. This, I'm not bothered by this. Ripley isn't... I, 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 uh, I don't like Ripley on NXT anymore, and I'll tell you why. She, she seems to me to have faced literally everyone. And I, I'm all for new matches coming up. And so, but once you reach a certain point where it doesn't mean anything anymore, I'm sorry, it really, it really stops having meaning when she... Because I feel like, I'm, when I mentioned it a while ago, when she lost to Charlotte Flair at Mania, that was, in my opinion, the biggest mistake they made. Because Charlotte, she didn't have a lucrative run with that title whatsoever. It was merely to get to Shirai, which I was fine with. But I didn't see why they couldn't just have a straight up Ripley Shirai match, and that would just that would have just made a lot more sense for me, and it would have made Ripley a star because she would have beaten Flair at Mania, and there would have been no shame in losing to Shirai because she's gone off to have a, a great lucrative reign anyway. So for me, Ripley just needs something else. I loved her little stuff going on with the likes of uh, Raquel Gonzalez and uh, Mercedes Martinez. That was all well and good. I enjoyed that. The Robert Stone Brand was a sort of a, a step in the road, but she still got through that just fine. Now I just look and I don't really see what else there is for her. I really don't. She doesn't need the belt anymore. And we were literally, we were literally just talking about Raw and SmackDown, especially SmackDown, how their division is dying a death. They can't even fill a Survivor Series mm-hmm. women's team with anyone particularly credible. Why are we not plonking her on there? And I understand yeah. Rob's, Rob's trepidation about putting people on the so-called main roster because so often they get absolutely butchered, uh, as we've seen with... Keith Lee, maybe not Keith Lee specifically, but you know, a lot of wrestlers have gone there and not done so well. But surely they wouldn't do that to Ripley because she's so believable and she's so unique. I just put, I don't, I don't so I don't believe she'll win the match. Uh, is my, my 
I, short answer. Andy, you have taken the words from my mouth, my friend. I would have a lose and then join the SmackDown team on Sunday. Yeah. Simple as take the fit. It's on Wednesday, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, have a lose and then have a debut on Survivor Series. Simple. Yeah. She's done on NXT. She shouldn't beat Shirai. Shirai shouldn't drop the belt to her. So once no. she loses that, where do you go from there? Exactly. And they're still a former champion. What would, what would, who would yeah, win? I, who would I, I think it was the perfect segue to move on. Uh, yeah, I am reluctant about people going onto the main roster, but it's when, if people have done everything they can. I mean, Keith Lee, especially, I think he just got started as an NXT champion, so I didn't like when he moved up. But Rhea Ripley, it's the perfect time, my opinion, to move her up. And especially oh. SmackDown, where there will be opportunities. It has to be. They haven't got anyone. And she, she, her versus Banks is a match. Obviously, you mentioned Bella, but her versus Banks is a match we've not seen before. Mm. So I think it's a perfect time. I really do. Yeah, I agree with you. I think to make Shirai lose her title at this point would be a big, big mistake. I think she's got a lot, lot more to give. You know, I'm a massive fan and I think she should hold this up for a while. Interesting, as I was mentioning, the, um, the, the favourites there, obviously, the, for the Rumble, obviously, the top three, Bliss. Bailey and Belair were all at six to one, and then Ripley was closely followed behind at seven to one. So that would yeah. make sense if she was to move up to the win the Rumble and almost get her second chance at, at a WrestleMania moment. Because obviously her WrestleMania moment got ruined by the by the pandemic, obviously, mm-hmm. and uh, you know making her lose lose to Charlotte Flair, which I think was was also a sort of a big mistake. But was a mistake. I think at the moment Io Shirai should retain. Stay on, stay on track, and then later down the line, you know, see where we're going with it, and and potentially lose that. But just quickly before we move, I move back to you, Andy, on on AEW. Ember Moon and Tony Storm have both returned and have already both lost matches. Now I know Ember Moon didn't lose cleanly. Raquel Gonzalez distracted her before Dakota Kai hit her finisher, and, and Ember Moon lost, and Tony Storm ends up getting rolled up. But Andy, you know, we we talked about it when they both returned at NXT TakeOver 31. We said, you know, yeah, these two are good. These two should go on, on, a, on a good run and then eventually face Io Shirai. And then, you know, you can decide then, then and there who, who wins or whatever. But to make them lose so early, do you think that hurts them? Yeah, especially Storm. Let's not forget, Candice Ray just lost against Shirai, right? And I know there was interference and all that malarkey with uh, Indy Hartwell. We didn't know it was her at that point, but it ended up being. So that was, for me, an, a new passage of play for Ray. She didn't need to beat Tony Storm, but she does. And that hurts. That does hurt Storm, being beaten by someone who's just been beaten by the champ. Where does that rank you in the, in the level playing field of things? She's not facing Shirai for the title, Ripley is. She's losing to someone who's just lost to Shirai. She's meant to be coming back and with all this acclaim and stuff. I think they're, they're, they're pushing Moon more than Storm at this point. I know Moon lost as well, and I, and I understand that that was probably a wrong decision as well. But for me, they, it feels like Storm is being maybe made to be an afterthought, and I'm not on board with that. They do need fresh faces, and we were saying they need a bit of a revamp, which they did get. But then to lose to someone who has actually just lost a, a high-profile match doesn't sit too well with me. I know it wasn't clean. I know it wasn't clean. I'm not saying it was but it does seem a bit problematic to me when you're trying to rebuild the division around new faces. Uh, I say new faces, they're familiar faces who have returned from a lengthy spell out. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I don't agree with them both losing a match. Uh, Moon less so, because I think Moon still has legs to go on. She doesn't hurt her too much, but Storm especially, I just felt that her loss didn't help anybody, in my opinion, uh, other than Larray, who didn't need to. Rob, the defeats to Storm and Moon, do you think well, it hurt I- both? 
it hurts. It hurts anyone. I don't. I don't. I. I know we say sometimes it's defeat and hurt someone, but you want to. They need to be winning matches, especially whenever someone debuts or moves up to main roster. They need to be winning matches. As soon as you start losing matches or not winning, it slows your momentum right down. I remember when Finn was sent to NXT. He was picking up victories over people left, right, and centre. Destroyed Riddle at War Games and then Gargano at Takeover last year. But he started to lose matches and it completely slowed his momentum. But obviously, he's champion again now. But you have to build them back up. It doesn't sit too well with me, I have to say. Especially Storm. I agree with Andy. She she is main event quality if built correctly. And Ember Moon is already. But especially with having, I mean, I love Dakota Kai, but she, as Anderson, she's just lost a title match. Then have a. Uh, yeah, it wasn't clean, but it's still a defeat. Still, will say defeat on your records. Obviously, the records don't mean as much as in they do in AEW, where they obviously keep track of them. So obviously, they make a big deal of that all the time. NXT and WWE, they don't really care too much about records, I don't think. Never really bring them into account. But I remember what happened. People who watch it remember what happened. And I will remember that Moon and Storm keep losing, and it does wind me up. It does. Yeah, I, I didn't. And I didn't after get... when Gerard beats Ripley, who did she go to next? I, I, yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, listeners. Rob's connection just went really, really weird there. It wasn't <laughs> moving and suddenly dialect distorted, and I couldn't, I couldn't help but laugh. But no, you're right, and it doesn't really make any sense to see Kai got Gonzalez involved in her match against Shirai and still lost. So why would you then have Kai defeat Ember Moon, who clearly we would think Ember Moon would be going? I don't know what they're going to do. They might even throw a curveball and have Rhea Ripley win. And then everyone gets all... Well, I, I personally will be crying because I love you. <laughs> but, but you never know. They could do anything. And just before I finish, I am ripping the merch. On Sunday, it was Tegan, it was Tegan Knox's birthday. And I miss her dearly ever so much and, and I wish her a speedy recovery and hope she returns quickly so she can battle Shirai again and then she can win. Over to you Andy for AEW. Thank you. Well we're, we are running very short on time so very quickly ladies and gents I do just want to mention the fact that uh, December 2nd 2020 will be on an episode of Dynamite no less the, uh, the, the match for the AEW world title between the current champ John Moxley and the challenger Kenny Omega. Shocking lads. When we uh, saw this match was made, uh, the, uh, the fact that Omega beat Page, uh, the previous pay-per-view, we thought, okay, this will be, be far, far afield. This will be revolution time. But no, this has taken place early December, December 2nd. This Wednesday coming up, they have a contract signing, which should end in madness, as they usually do. Shocking. Very surprising, lads. Uh, very quickly, one point each. Rob, do you see, because apparently this is being done for ratings, probably, because apparently, because December ratings are always trickier to get because people are out doing other bits and bobs for Christmas and all that malarkey. Can we possibly see a clean Omega victory on this day? Or do you think Shenanigans will go down and it'll be pushed back to a possible revolution pay-per-view? What do you reckon is going to happen here? I don't, I don't see the title changing hands on a dynamite. Because well, he's main, ev- main evented every pay-per-view he's been champion. For him to just drop it on a dynamite doesn't really make sense to me. I don't think Tony would make that decision. I really don't. No. I'm lagging quite a bit, so I'm not going to say much because you're both lagging on my So my connection's going downhill, so I'm going to just keep silent for the remainder of it unless something crops up. But yeah, oh. I don't. As disappointed as I am, but it would be a mistake to, I think, have Moxie just drop it on a dynamite in December as well. Because even I think that's a bit early. I was mm. talking 
February, which is about three months away. There you yeah. go. Yeah, three months away. <laughs> so I was thinking uh, quite a bit more in the future, so I don't see a title change happening. Shenanigans, yes, probably some shenanigans can take place, but I'm still intrigued. I'm sure it'll be a brilliant match regardless. Fair enough. I can't forget, though, we have seen Leon Ruff just win the North American title on an episode of... I know it's different kettle of fish. I know it's a big, big deal, the world title. But, you know, Connor, could it happen? It, yeah, of course. Anything can happen. You know, AEW's the one brand, literally, where anything can happen. Well, apart from NXT now. But um, <laughs> it looks to me like they're going to do the Hangman Page Omega thing before they do the Omega Moxley thing. And I think they planted that seed with Page looking out and feeling out of place after the recent pay-per-view. It was full gear, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. that went they've just been. Um, you know, and it looks like they're going to do something like that first. I can see Adam Hangman Adam Page getting involved and maybe potentially causing a problem for Omega. And they could do it in two ways. They could do it in a way that Page deliberately comes out and causes a problem, or Adam Page comes out to try and be helpful to Omega and ends up getting it wrong. They could there's a lot of ways they could play it, but I, I, I don't see him losing this quickly, especially on the role of momentum that Moxley has been on. And to me, it looks like they're going to go down the route of Page um, and Omega first and then probably have Omega overcome him and then go again for the title. So it certainly was a surprise. Um, and I, 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 listen, it could happen. But for me, I can't see Moxley losing at this moment in time. That's fair enough. And, uh, well, it may be seen December 2nd, as it stands, ladies and gents, that will be the uh, the title match between Omega and uh, John Moxley. I, I'm, I'm hoping if it does take place, I reckon half of Dynamite, just that match, 60-man Iron Man match, that could end up being the greatest match in wrestling TV history. You never know. And uh, exactly. that could really set the tone for the rest of the year because it will you know, lead into the new year quite nicely, I think. And, uh, yeah, we'll wait and see what happens there. But of course, we'll lead you up to that as and when we get there. But as for now, lads, thank you very much for joining me. Rob, Connor, always a pleasure. Uh, ladies and gents, we'll be back uh, next time with more wrestling chat. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Monday Night Gore to get, uh, take part in all the polls and get your opinions across. So thank you very much for listening and we will see you next time. <laughs>